guy, he interjected and he's, you know, she's like, you know, what crystals are good for wealth? And so here, here's where he actually went from being an asshole to being dangerously wrong. So he's like, you know, all those stuff about crystal properties, like that's not real. You know, sees they have all those descriptions over every stone. Like someone just wrote that. You know, I'd like to talk to whoever wrote that. He literally said that. He's like, you know, it's all about what only the only thing that matters is, you know, if, if the stones call to you, if they speak to you, if they seem like they're in line with your intent, if you hold them, they seem like their their energy is right, then that's all that matters. Everything else is just made up and fake. And I was like, what, dude? I'm dead ass. He didn't even say that intention. If he just said something like, you know, intention is the only thing that matters, I would say that you know you could totally say that. But to say to go on a soapbox and say that, and he saw, he had the Llewellyn book of mineralogy and crystal magic on his fucking bookshelf, right? Holy, what do you think Boy. of that? If someone told you that, well, it's weird because it's like this bl- this blend of like new age postmodern nonsense with the utmost philistinism, while still like acting like you know more than everybody and being very condescending. It's saying like. <laughs> Oh, you know, all these specific attributions are bullshit, but I have my specific attribution that they are bullshit, which is obviously true. And just you just have to accept it because I said so, right? Like, that's his, that's his position. Thank you for summarizing. I'm glad you see just how... Because I was, I was thinking at first, I was like, well, Liam, see just how much this guy pissed me off, and that you really do understand. <laughs> It's, you know, weird. Really... it's weird it's like talking like calling out the philistines is it feels like when all the marxists so good. when all the marxists go on like write papers uh, like systematically just destroying people's arguments and just showing where they really lie in terms in terms of the whole thing <laughs> i mean that's that's a skill that will only serve you being able to intellectually destroy and dismantle your opponents is uh it's better than it's better than armed conflict in most most cases <laughs> Local battle happens in the mind destroyed <laughs> with facts and the- logic by Horus. Oh <laughs> just Horus, just regular just, Horus. Just, just... Wait, what do you mean just Horus? What do you mean? What do you mean raw Horus? What do you raw? What do you mean raw Horus? No, raw's the sun. Who's Horus? Who's raw Horus? Oh, Why would Horus need raw? Why would raw need Horus? Dionysus fucking rules. He's got, and that's another thing. That's another Dionysus is another guy who's got so many different forms, right? Because there's Dionysus, Zagreus, and Bacchus, and Iacus, and it's like they're all related, but they're all distinct. oh, they're all like iterations of him. That's pretty syncretic. That's pretty Egyptian. Yeah. Well, they I, have to, they have composite deities of him. Oh yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, Dionysus Zagreus is a co- composite of him and Zag. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Which That's in the busted. game, they, they have OP. reference to that in the game too. But they, they? Kind of played it. Yeah, they. Well, the um, he wrote the song about about him where Dionysus. Oh yeah, Zag would just tell all these like tall tales about his adventures. Like he would embellish them and he would add things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Dionysus yeah. is like, hey, hey, let's uh uh Orpheus, let's tell Orpheus. Yeah, Orpheus. He's like, let's tell Orpheus that we're like. You know, we we've got like a special relationship, and we actually form like a composite god and all of this <laughs> stuff like that. And he put it in the song. <laughs> and the first time you hear the song, it's just the funniest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> I guess I, didn't, I never I never got to that level of relationship with him. That's so funny. It's so good. It's yeah. I think you have to get to the level of relationship with Dionysus. I think it's his, his bond support. Music.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Aeon Squad podcast. We are here. We're in our in our uh, secret, remote, occult, respective lairs, of course. Um, yep. <laughs> and today we're gonna, I because I wanted to do an episode where we kind of just laid it all out there, like who we are. Well, we talk a lot about who we are and how we got here. Um, yeah. but I guess we can go over that briefly, but it's it's mainly like. What are we? What are we trying to do? What are we building? What are we leading up to? And then, kind of leading that into talking about all of the projects that we have coming up, everything that we have in the the pipeline, and who we're who we're also like who we're looking to reach, like who yep. we want the the podcast to reach, who we who we would love to come on the podcast, like all all that kind of stuff, and what the Aeon Squad looks, not just you know. Because we're, you know, we're we're in a, obviously in a building phase, right? This is going to be like the fifth or sixth episode of the podcast, probably. This is like still the very beginning. But like, what are we, what are we building up to? What is it gonna, what's it gonna be like to be on the Aeon Squad in a year or two? Uh, I guess, I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, I there's not too much else to introduce on this topic. It's a pretty, pretty comprehensive topic um, you know what i thought of what do you think of? uh i when when you do like a research paper or whatever you have to do a thesis statement or when you could come you have to have a mission statement right someone yeah. says like what's aeon squad you're like this is the fucking this is here it is this yeah. is us right well and it's like most yeah. podcasts have like a tagline or something they say at the beginning of every episode so right that's probably a good thing for us to have because we do we have save that? the fucking world that's my tagline <laughs> save, save the world <laughs> Something with yeah. magic. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Oh my god. Abra Jabra. Four one eight. Bad dudes um, for life. <laughs> <laughs> Ride or die. Four one eight. Save the world. That's true, dude. That's you just gotta believe. You just yep. gotta believe. Um, so. dissolving the barrier between mundanity and magic one day at a time. Oh wow, that's actually very relevant because I've been working on that seven one eight shit recently. Well, and what do you think I've been doing, man, with the triangle? Right, you're constructing your bark, aren't you? Oh yeah. Bark, well, bark, bark. We should talk about that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, but I mean, I'm I'm also constructing like my triangle of art and the gateway and all that good stuff. So. Yeah, dude. So yeah, so I was talking to a friend recently about like he was like you know. You have intention, you have power, you have ritual, and what have you. But what's the point of using like implements or furniture in magic? Which I think that's a pretty useful topic for people to know, right? Because you pick up a wand, it's like, well, what exactly do I do with this, right? <laughs> do I do... <laughs> right. Well, and that's it's like picking up chopsticks for the first time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, and there's a lot of different like there's different kinds of wands that have different associations, and it's like. You know, it's what it, what is a wand like? What's it supposed to do? Like, you don't. This, these aren't things you get introductions to in school, right? And of course, let me ask I, you something. What? So, when it comes to wands, there's an element of personal taste, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'll say, I'll give you an example. If you saw a, a black wand with a crawling silver snake going up of it, and a wand with a rose quartz tip and a smoky quartz termination. Which one would you choose and why? If I could say you could have either one of these forever as a gift, which one would you choose? Would you choose the black and silver snaky thing or would you choose the nice grounding healing thing? Are you asking me? 
just, just yeah, so as, a, as a, you know, as like a hypothetical. Oh, it's like little... a hypothetical, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, as far as like, I know what tools. I would choose. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing, aesthetic, right? What yeah. influences your your magical tool choices? Right, and well, and it's, I mean, at a certain point, it goes beyond aesthetic because I, it's like, well, one aesthetic, but thinking about it is, I could anchor my Ouroboros to the to the silver snake. Right? right that's an exceptionally useful it's not just aesthetic in terms of personal preference but it's aesthetic in terms of use and that's one of the th- that's like an area where magic is actually like you know when we talk about ritual implements and the drama of the ritual yep. and everything coming together and the emotional the um, the emotional like mental resonance of that that's where a lot of the power of the spell is and the reason why yeah. they say eventually you won't need any of the implements is because once you once you have the practice and you do it and you know what that feels like, you can repeat it all in all in your mind while you're sitting on the subway or whatever the fuck, right? It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> all the ritual stuff you can do in your mind. When I was reading about uh, alchemy many years ago, it was a solo practitioner guy. I might have mentioned this to you um, and said, you know, if you're a solo person and you have to do all these rituals, you have to visualize the other people in the ritual doing the shit while you're also doing your stuff. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, so there's like a hierophant and like some kind of priest uh, or whoever, yeah, another like alchemist, different... right? Oh, like the yeah. Golden Dawn, all the need the exactly. ceremony. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've also done some, the left-hand path stuff where you have a bunch of guys in black hoods and like a circle. Mm-hmm. That you're that you're part of around the around the like the altar or whatever it's crazy. <laughs> Something I was thinking about recently was the, the doing all the astral body work. You know, realizing that this is all really you know happening in your mind. You know, the tools are just there. It really opens up um, magic for disabled people or people that would consider themselves unable to do certain things. Like if you had a motor disability and you couldn't wave a wand, would you, that might be discouraging, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, if I can't wave a wand, can I be a wizard? It's like, yes, mm-hmm. you can indeed. You can. You don't need to have any of those. All you need is a mind and a heart and you know will. And yeah, and they they say do whatever that, you like, want. Building up your body of light, right? That's more. That's more important than what you're doing. And actually, I noticed this today when I was working the liver samic, right? And they instruct you, you know, hold the wand in one hand and the and the cup in the other. But all the action in the ritual, the different the different gestures, the di- making the different sigils and the different signs, circumambulating, it's all done only in the body of light. And those moments when I would tap into myself doing the gestures and, and making the sigils in the body of light were the moments when the ritual really just kicked it up, right? And just yeah. became so much more profound. And I could feel the different elemental, like, solar, phallic, you know, bornless, bornless yeah. spirits, like, around. And it was, like, very visceral, right? And it's because the senses in the body of light are what you know you're doing this when you're visualizing and stuff like that that's what you're using right and so building it up is crazy important which is kind of goes back to what you were you were doing earlier yeah right? like <laughs> it you can kind of liken it to your astral body mm-hmm. um but it's it's more than that right it's all of the different all of the different bodies <laughs> kind of going kind of going up the going up the tree and you can use it to fly to different planes which is the most important exercise um, with the the once you've built it up, of course, and have practice with astral travel and defending yourself and all that, the most important practice and the one they say it's all really building up to is the rising on the planes. And when you're talking about like going to exhaustion the other day, that's what they say is like you mm. continue to rise until you until you cannot anymore. But that is the failure condition, and the success condition they would not disclose 
what it is <laughs> when you actually make it to the top. They won't get no spoilers for for when yeah, you beat the true. beat the uh, rising on the plains roguelike. Um, yeah, you, you don't post the true ending on YouTube. No, no, no of course <laughs> not. But it's right there. It's all in Liber O. They give you yeah, instructions Libra for building o. it up for the astral travel portion and for the rising of the plains. Liber O. Yeah, and they also show have me your Liber O face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Actually, that's that's a book that I would recommend to beginners in particular, but also just everybody because it says like it's got the rituals of the pentagram and the the rituals of pentagram, the rituals of the hexagram. It's got all the nice. instructions for that for the astral travel, and it t- basically gives you all the pre prereqs. Like Crowley Crowley says that you should really have like m- a lot of the columns in Libra Seven Seven memorized before you do this kind of astral travel. So that you can like be aware of your surroundings, know if spirits are lying to you. So because that's the, very true. So if the correspondences don't line up, then you're going to be in a little, you know, that you know, you know that you know where you are. You can figure out where you are, figure out who's being truthful. It's um, pretty important, um, and you know the the theory and the practice really go together here, right? Like the, the learning the correspondences and working with the tarot and all that good stuff. But I'm going to yep. be doing a lot of more work with Libra O soon. I'm probably going to work on temple versions of the rituals of the pentagram and the hexagram, as well mm-hmm. as the body of light practices, and put them on our put them on a website on our website and eventually our our temple book. Right? Uh, that's the, oh my god, that's going to happen. That's going to so be you cool. Libra seven seven seven. That's where I learned that the the plant association with Rahor Queen is a sunflower. That's so cute. Oh, that's so, so precious. Cool. I didn't know. Yeah, that. That's yeah. So fun. They have so they have all the correspondences. They have everything in there. They have the Harpocrates shit. They got all of all, everything you could possibly want to know. It's all it's crazy. There's some stuff in there that I do not understand, but I know it's useful. Yep. Well, you'll you'll probably you'll probably get around, understand most of it eventually. Eventually, I mean, I'll have to. It's like you have to learn the uh, the pHs and like the uh, the pKa's and what have you in chemistry. Like you have to memorize bullshit numbers for no reason, right? Yeah. That's part of. <laughs> I'm having this moment where there's so much stuff that's like, how did I not know about this before? This is so important. Like, that's uh, everything, though. <laughs> yeah, the Libra Samic stuff is, oh, it's so good. Well, and that's that's when I was we were talking about the body of light. That has been so so helpful for me in developing it. It's like I notice. <sighs> An improvement every single day with the body of light work after doing that. That's awesome. It's pretty legit. And I should combine it with a more like formalized training. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. with this whole diversion of about the body of light, we'll probably do go more into detail with that soon. Um, onto the main the main crux of the episode. We're talking about the Aeon Squad, which is the name of this podcast. Um, <laughs> and it's also what we are, right? It's this this collective the i don't know um how would you describe it to somebody who doesn't know anything about us or what we what we're doing doesn't know any okay okay how would you describe it Aeon that doesn't know so is this a person that i'm trying to like no anybody how would i describe it aeon squad is a cooperative collective of socially conscious scientifically and creatively minded seekers occultists scientists artists and all other types of riffraff we work together to try to enlighten ourselves and enlighten the world 
and defeat Set, my mother bitch fucker of an uncle who will crush my, you know, be be under my boot eventually. So yeah, that's um, got a little queedy at the end, but you get the idea. <laughs> God of War, man. Do I have to? Uh, you know what they say in uh, chapter of the Book of the Law? Do not explain yourself to anyone. <laughs> Which is true to some degree, but also not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You no, know, you may think I'm unrefined, but 1904 Raw Queen, now that was a motherfucker. Dude, <laughs> so serious. <laughs> All right, so what do we got? We're done. So yeah, that's that's my summary, more or less, of Aeon Squad. People working together, where people who we like magic, and we know that magic is not just for power. You know, the reason you gain power is so you can fix things, mm -hmm. right? Where using our knowledge our fortune our privilege to lift up people that need our help right yes yeah to well and we're, we're also trying to you know do we're, we're fulfilling a lot of things that have been built up for a while right we want to develop the magic of the new aeon right to bring the aeon mm -hmm. of Horus to maturity to actually take that task to completion and to you know to build a to build a platform and to build a community around those tasks where um like like you said like scientifically and it's the art and science of <laughs> of of revolution right of transforming society of transforming mm -hmm. our lives of bring giving giving people power Right, giving people power to control their own destinies and and fulfill and fulfill their true will, and you know of course that starts with our us doing our own work. But we, you know, the idea is that we share that a, as much as we can and really build something that is going to last and uh, really goes beyond goes beyond what we can do ourselves. Right, is like something something powerful, you know, that can, people can engage with and believe in and. Yeah, I remember one of um, one of our friends in our old meditation class, I was talking about, you know, solo practice. And he said, community is one of the three jewels in the crown of Buddhism. I was like, damn, it's true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's completely true. You got to have people to support you and that you support. It's friends. You got to you got to lay out for each other. You got to know you have people that they, they have your back and you have their back. Right. That's the squad. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're yeah, talking about what exactly does a squad mean? Right, I think of the Squirtle Squad. Which the so Squirtle good. Squad. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. the Squirtle Squad. Or like Brick Squad, isn't it? Like, <laughs> Wait, it's like a rap group or something. Uh, Brick Squad. You yell it during a song. I don't uh, know. It's a thing. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so squads. Um, our buddy who we uh, he he thought he's really into like memes and internet culture and stuff, <laughs> and he's. He sent me this real, or he sent us this really cool article about the idea of the squad. And to put it shortly, a squad is a collective of mutually supporting people with aligned will. That's what I would say. So your people, that your friends, you share goals and you work together and you help each other do stuff. And so you say, well, that sounds like friends. That sounds like family. Correct. <laughs> They're all type of squad. Every type of, you know, it's like mutually supporting friendly loving collective you know a commune is a squad you can say that a town or city is a squad in some way but you know there are divisions of course schisms that, that come up but squads that's you know you can think of your tribe you know your people the people you know your your close relations the people that you know you will absolutely lay out for when necessary right mm -hmm. that's a squad to me yeah 
because it's it's like not all friends can be organized enough to put on like a big a big art project or to you know to to fight in a battle or to save the world right mm-hmm. like it's a group it's a mutually supportive group with a shared with a shared purpose with a shared will um it's kind of like you know kind of like the concept of found family i don't know and it's absolutely dude you know you know the expression blood is thicker than water have i told you this it's yeah, yeah you told bullshit. me this this is so cool yes. the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb they took the meaning and just switched it they just changed they just reversed the meaning the chosen family that's just as strong or is it stronger in than just the genetics but you know the like and you choose which genetic family to keep you know i kept most of my genetic family close but <laughs> not uh you know yeah well it's yeah like... chosen family squad so you know so that's the idea of a squad we work together it's kind of like a club i was saying to my friend i was like do you want to join wizard club and he's like what's wizard club i mean it's a club for wizards he's like all right he's like can I can I be in Wizard Club? He's like, I don't know that much about magic. And I said, if you want to join Wizard Club, who's gonna say that you can't? Me? No, I'm inviting you to Wizard Club. If someone wants to tell you you can't be in Wizard Club, that's their problem. You're in Wizard Club. Yeah, well, so that's, that's the whole point of Wizard Club, right? <laughs> yeah, anybody can show up. You just show up and you're a wizard. You're in. What's the password? Ninety three. True. True. True facts. True facts. Actually, I like I like the idea of asking for the password without having a password, just to see what people What's say. What's the password? <laughs> yeah. What's That's the good. password? Abrahadabra. That's, That's a good, good password. Let me in is also a very common password in like emails and stuff. That's so funny. <laughs> Let me in. Let me Eric in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh, but dude, yeah, no, I. There's something real to be said about the the expansion of power and your creativity and the ability to 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 do what neither of you could have done individually right like when we're working sometimes when we're working, working together it's like we're, we're like crazy productive it's like in an afternoon we put something together and it's like holy shit we did that Dude, when when we get like down to business, we do a lot more than double our individual throughput. Like a lot. <laughs> that's 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 a two person squad. So think about it's multiple. It's it's a lot. It's like you do some discrete math. It, it blows up. You know, I was thinking about squads lately. I was trying to explain it to a friend. I was like, the Fellowship of the Ring. That's an excellent right. example of a squad. And I was thinking, like, you know, you know, one of the first things you might say is like, you know, Horace, you're saying that you're the Solar Messiah. Do you think you're the guy? It's like, well. I'm the guy that does the dirty work, but I have a squad. I have a squad with many friends, right? Like, I'm not the hierophant. I'm not the scholar prince. I'm not the love goddess. I'm not the this. I'm not the that. I'm the god of fucking war, and I'm useless without them. But they also kind of need me, at least. At least a little bit. (laughs) That's right. You need your Gandalf, you need your Aragorn, you need your Legolas. And it's so great. They're all racially diverse. They got everyone's coming together. That's the idea. They real. it's, It's a pretty good allegory for the whole set thing sauron being set right so uh whoa yeah man i mean that's you know so archetypal hero's journey lord of the rings it's everything every story is like that right true dude perfect fuck 
Fuck, dude. So we've laid out a squad. We talked about the goals of the Aeon. We talked about Aeon squad. I feel like it's pretty well defined. I don't know dangling loose ends. Yeah, right? no, I mean, it's like people people probably have questions, but like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we don't even, we don't know how everything's going to go down. We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. I think my mom said something like, uh, you can't plan on anything. I think that's what she said. You can make plans, but you cannot expect them to go the way that they will because the thing that happens right before it could completely fuck you over. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. true. Have dreams, but don't, you know, expect the, no, yeah. Hope for the best and expect the worst. Yep. That way you cannot be let down. All right, what do we got on the docket? What do we, um, so when, I should bring what, up are, what, are, what are our activity, what are our activity, our activities going to be? How are we going to spend our time? What will people, what should people expect, um, from both our publications and from, you know, from being a part of Aeon Squad? Um, right. Okay. Um, because we'll go into specific projects in a little bit, but I kind of just want to lay out like, what are the general, what are the general activities? What are our long-term right. goals? What are we working towards? What are we building? Right. Um, well, I would say the, the simplest thing to start with is just teaching people magic, like True. occult sco scholarship and philosophy. If all we did was teach people magic, I wouldn't be upset about that at all. I mean, I would still want to do the Aeon, but, like, I mean, you know... I mean, that's it's, part like, of the Aeon, right? That's, that's, that's the thing. Well, I mean, every it's, they said it. They said it. The enlightenment of all beings. Sounds crazy. Is not. Not doing it is crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody's got to, gotta you know, get with the program. Everyone's got to squat up. All right, that's the term they use. Squat yeah. up. No, I... So, yeah, I, you got to... I love the idea of teaching people magic, and it feels like we're we're just we're developing a new system. We're discovering, we're discovering new shit. We're synthesizing, you know, a lot of thalamic stuff, a lot of Crowley stuff. But you know, it's kind of got an aeonic spin, right? We're coming at this almost a hundred years later, and we're the guys. <laughs> we're the fucking know, guys. Not to we're the Mario to... Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not it's not bragging if it's true. Um, but you know, it's, you know, of course we're going to have our own, we're going to have our own spin on things. And like, I feel like mm -hmm. already the work that we've done, right. We've synthesized things that have not existed before that are very useful. Like you did that in your book. I've been doing that with the spells and these sigils that we've been working on lately. And I feel like we're only going to do that more and better. <laughs> well, dude, uh, the name was provided to us aeon magic that's the system where mm -hmm. we're you know we're making it and that's you know what you said is exactly what it is this is the synthesis of all the years of study we've been doing like why study kabbalah and alchemy and draconian magic and and clip on and this and that what's the point why not just learn one no i am learning one it's called aeon magic and i'm gonna make it we're gonna make it we're gonna figure it out <laughs> It's gonna be the best magic, ultimate magic form. Best mag, um, best magic. We got the best. Everyone magic says system. I have the best spell. Everyone loves it. I only hang out with the best wizards. <laughs> my spells, my spells always work. <laughs> I want to get like a fucking luxury ass like Coco Chanel wand or something, like a Louis, like a Louis Vuitton. Oh my gosh! You're like a like a like the fa get like, like a, a Fabergé egg of. Like <laughs> 
<laughs> I want a Fabergé egg in general. They're cool. Oh, Those fuck are, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, they talk about the machine saying... elves. Oh, shit. <laughs> I knew it was talking in the book of the law, right? Like, adorn, adorn yourselves in jewels, right? And dedicate it unto her. Right. So, it's like... so you're talking about synthesis, right? So, new wit. A lot of the, also known as newt or nut, a lot of the Thelemic gods are straight ripped out of Egyptian. True. What do you think of that? What's the deal with that? So, we have, sorry. I mean... Uh, Go ahead. There's yeah. something like the Egyptian system. Well, it, the Egyptian gods in particular, right? What did we what we learned the other day? Alchemy refers to like yes, you know, ma- it just means Chem. magic, magic from Egypt. Chem it means yes. of Egypt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's like the Egyptian. There's this the Egyptian lore like that is like very particularly. Those are like some of the oldest gods, right? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Old, old testament. There old, it is. Old, old testament. Old, old testament. <laughs> you guys, you thought you thought of God? Incorrect. <laughs> I mean, Voth invented alchemy. He developed it. Um, I asked him the other day, I said, Voth, what do you think about all the uh, the religion and godhood and shit, all the mystical destiny and shit? I was like, what do you think of that? He said, my religion is math. That's what he said. I thought it was so badass. It's true. <laughs> Dude, Dude the guy at the store, awesome. he was saying that he was saying it's pronounced Toth, which I guess sure maybe, but like it's Thoth. Like Thoth is it's I think Thoth sounds cooler. Once again, I asked him, he said, just don't call me Tooth. <laughs> tooth. Toth. Thoth, Tooth. It's whatever. Yeah, I'm Thoth gonna, is I'm the man. Keep Thoth. Me too. If you know, I was like, if if he would was going to correct me, he would have by now. I've been saying Thoth for years since the first time I read it. <laughs> Yeah. We got a TH and a TH. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't have consistency on your phonemes, then, like, how are you going to do your vibrations? It's just it's true. Gonna, you know what true. I mean? It's like, what are you what are you doing at that point, right? So, so going back to the whole thing about the Egyptians, like, so that's, like, the old canon. Those are, like, the first people that really laid out the whole magical religious system that you could really use for enlightenment, transformation, and changing the world, right? Like, obviously, there are people, like, there are indigenous tribes here and there that figured shit out, right? But as far as, like, a real civilization that really got the hang of it and used it, like, really used magic to develop the kingdom, that's the thing. But I, that's, like, like in, in a way, they went further than anyone else has since right no one else has pyramids yeah no one else has the, the, book, <laughs> the spells with the book of the dead where you know you you're, you won't let your heart testify against you like they had a very little like it was almost, almost like a very literal underworld Oh, it is very literal. Do you how how deeply do you want to get into the Egyptian shit we're, because I could go on for days to, we're, we, you know alright <laughs> What, why were we talking about the Egyptian shit? Because I, I was talking about syncretism. The oh, god, okay. the Yeah, we were talking about Nuit. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. We have all these Egyptian gods. Yeah, sorry. Nuit. You had a whole thing about Nuit. What about what about Nuit? Like taking wines, drinking wines. There yeah. Is a fabulous. Oh, well, um, well, Hadith's thing is take, uh, take drink wine and take strange drugs thereof. <laughs> um. But Nuit, you know, be adorned with jewels and worship her under the open sky, right? That's what you said. Be adorned with jewels. I'm looking at the DJ called album cover, Suffering from Success. He's got all the rings. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love DJ Khaled. He's so funny. Oh my god, all the memes are so good. Yeah. The part with the thing where on Snapchat where he got lost on a jet ski, that was legendary. That was like mythical. <laughs> he's like live snapping. He's like losing his mind. He's in the wilderness in the water, uncharted. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, dude, so you were. Sorry, right, go ahead. Go ahead. I was thinking about international waters being a good place for the island, but we'll get to that. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to we'll get, get to, to the island later. <laughs> That'll be a, a lot of fun. The yes, island. there's an island. It's an island. It's our island. Well, you're talking. You're saying that we're probably going to wind up raising it out of the water, right? It's not just going to be like an existing island. I feel like the fact that I said that means that we will, right? The fact that the fact that I read that we could do that. Okay, so yeah, you can do anything. You can do anything with magic. You can like. Do you hear what this kid just said? He said we're gonna lift an island out of the fucking ocean and settle it. And I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what you told me. I figured that was the plan. I mean, yeah, man, because we were looking for all these spots. We were looking for where, but it's a whole thing. But yeah, you can just make an island. You can just make oh. an island. Well, oh, there's more. I found more stuff uh, about the the puzzle and all that stuff. So, oh yeah. shit, we gotta get to that yeah, later. We'll get back into that. There's a lot of stuff, dude. Uh, the Equinox of the Gods is just like, it's. Built. I have that. I need to read that. It's 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 like got everything that you need to solve the puzzle. I I think it's all there. They Good. even tell you Good. in the. They even tell you what uh, what order to put the pages i think you were right seriously is this 11 by 6 or no, it's 11? right to yeah it's right to left top to bottom is what they say i don't know if they say 11 by 6 or whatever but sick holy shit it's um, all there we yeah, should probably clip a good got, portion of this out they've also in this commentary there's a few other clues but anyway yeah we we, we don't need to go into this right now <laughs> yeah. um yeah so so magic developing aeon magic that's going to be a big activity um, of course, working on the podcast, and we also have other other media projects. Probably occult media. We were talking about doing 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 some of that, as well as here's like, one for you. What makes someone an occultist? Like we say, we want to attract occultists. You know, scientists, creators, spellcasters. You know, what it's a broad field, right? Like lots of people could you can say are occultists. Even like old school scientists, like Tesla, right. Galileo, were in a way they're uh, Newton. They explore the unexplored, right? Yeah, because what that's... does occult mean? It means hidden. Yeah. Right. Anyone who explores the like, I even think like you know like true crime people in a way, like you know unsolved mysteries and stuff like that. Yeah, cryptids, yeah. Looking like... for the truth. Yeah. Oh, dude, Goat Girl's officially encrypted. By the way, you told me this. <laughs> I know. Okay, it's good. Good. I don't it bears repeating. You. you should call her sometime. A so, good girl. Um, yeah, she would. I'm sure she would love to. Oh yeah, well, Uncle Liam. <laughs> Forgot we got her number. We do. We do. <laughs> so yeah, so we want to attract the cultists, right? And there's so many different ways that that can be, because like, you know, when I say that I'm a cultist, people look at me. It's like, okay, so here's this kid that wears all black. He has a dagger and a wand. He draws pentagrams and shit. This is like some edgy. He spent too much time in Hot Topic, right? But like, and so the thing is, but like for some people, that's like the whole picture of what a mage or um, an occultist is. But no, it's so much more than that. Like you know, I have, fr I have friends that are like hippies are into nature magic and all the stuff like that. Like that's occultism. Like Reiki, sound baths, chakra healing, lucid dreaming. It's all occultism. And people that are studying like psychology, neurophysiology, you know. Like, uh, gravity. 
is like one of the biggest fucking occult mysteries in the world. Oh, we still yeah. haven't solved it. People like are talking about graviton and shit like that. Like the... yeah, dude, that's all occult as fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it's the see the secret hidden forces of the universe, and I know like there's definitely some Hadith correspondences with a lot of like the the molecular like the molecular stuff and like the all the forces uh, and shit like that. Yeah. So there's in uh <clears throat> in Watchmen. Dr. Manhattan's like, I want a symbol that I respect. So he draws the hydrogen atom on his forehead. It's a circle with a dot in it, right? Whoa. So there's that con- <laughs> there's that concept you're Which talking about. Which is also about. the solar the solar cliff. Yes. It's such a thing. The circle and the dot, that's huge. Oh my god. Yeah, the- so the uh the shadow the shadow uh st- It's so sad that Steve Jobs died from Ligma. <laughs> Who the hell is Steve Jobs? Oh my Make god! My balls. <laughs> Apparently, that um, the scene was originally a Watchmen meme with Doctor Manhattan, and that's where they got the sound effect and all that. Oh should, my god! Yeah, it was like a Shadow the Hedgehog remix of the Watchmen meme. I was very glad to learn that. <laughs> I love that. The ultimate, the ultimate life form. You I know, f- Watchmen's actually a good proximate topic for the Aeon because. Watchmen is about creating a shared enemy that unites all of humanity to avoid nuclear apocalypse. That's the whole point. They create a scary intergalactic threat. In the comic, it's an alien corpse that they fabricated. In the movie, it's Dr. Manhattan. And they say, if we don't all work together, we will all die. They have like the doomsday clock. Mm-hmm. There it is. There, is. I'm telling you, there is a doomsday clock, and we are at 11. It's the 11th hour. We are at 11. And either you're in or you're out. And I think it's so like, but you know, people needed to see something really fucked up and scary to get over the infighting. It took like a hundred thousand pounds, 20 mile long alien Nautilus corpse falling out of New York City to convince people that we need to work together to avoid extermination. And people don't take that seriously. No, no, they, if, they still don't. We're going to fucking kill ourselves. That's the thing, dude. Well, that's oh. the AI. That's why we need to fight. I think more and more people are taking that seriously, and they talk about yeah, how dude. consciousness lags behind events. Like that's a classic. Whoa. That's a classic <laughs> Marxist phrase, right? I love but it. in times of crisis, consciousness can change rapidly, right? People are ready for this. People, people are ready for a, a change or a revolution. Like most people, like want the world that we want to build right it's yeah. just a matter they want to dismantle everyone says dismantle the patriarchy right that's not a small statement that's the whole fucking thing no right? it, the... you know and they say it's like as marxists like we you know we're we understand that we're not going to do it by ourselves right but we want to build the apparatus by which that could be organized right it's mm-hmm. not just a matter of being right it's a matter of doing what's necessary every step of the way to, to, to build the thing that's going to do the thing, right? Something I heard somewhere was that, um, you know, a very important image of the mage, specifically the job of the mage, the duty, is the bearer of the caduceus, the mercury scene where you're, you know, you're standing at the, like in the town square on the top of a fountain, you're holding the caduceus. It's the, the scepter with the, with the, snakes. the snakes. It's all glowing. It's all magical. And it's like, caduceus? this is splendor. This is, ma- oh my God. Yeah, this- <laughs> And so it's 
So I made the Caduceus. I asked Mercury if he liked it. He said yes, because how couldn't you? It's, it doesn't read that well on the camera. Well, it's like a J.J. Abrams movie. <laughs> you see how bright the room is? It's I so it's so bright, off. dude. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like I love it. You can, like, you draw a hefty pentagram with this shit. It's like a little heavy, so you can like, look at that, dude. That's not a weak pentagram at all. No, dude. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really proud of this. I made this in a day. It's beautiful, dude. I love it. Thank you. I love so that's another thing. What kind of people do we want? People that like fabricating magical tools and furniture. I want to talk to those guys. Oh yeah. Oh, we've been I've we've been having so much fun with that. Like the sword dude, and the shield and the I've been tinkering with my lightsaber. I spent like twelve or more hours in the past week working on my lightsaber. And you know what? It fucking rules. I have a little wall mount for it now. There it is. The battery's a little low. It needs changing. So it's pink instead of purple. Isn't Ooh. that lovely? So, yeah. Weapon tinkering. Love that. Um, what else do we do? Uh, artists, storytellers, people that write myths. So that's a big thing, myth, right? And that's that's a part of, like, who we attract. This idea of, you know, the pantheon. Everyone has a function. Mm. It's not like It's not like you have to know your place. No, it's like do your job, right? It's like... Horus, here's a sword. Go kill them. Okay. <laughs> Try not to die. You might. I'm like, okay. But some, you know, everyone's got their thing. It's like, here's a harp, Orpheus. You get to hang out at the palace and play songs. It's like, oh, how dreary. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got their thing to do. Everyone had to bring something unique to the table. That's why it's a squad, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want, you know, and one of the things about Aeon Magic and the stuff that we're trying to teach is that it's all very personal. Right. Like, after doing enough training, you have to really arrive at your own magical system to say that you're a mage. Right, in my opinion, so to really, to really not need the old rules and have like, I guess even if you study all the same shit as somebody, you have a personal understanding, right? Yeah. I guess that's what I mean. It's all completely unique, and that's how it should be, you know. Because sometimes you see like conformity induction in in spiritual orders, right? Yeah. Well, that's just, just you know, it's not as it's not as potent, you know. It kind of loses you lose your edge at that point, right? If it's just rote memorization and following you know it's not it's you're not doing what thou wilt right that's plateauing right yeah yeah well it's like you can do all, you can wave your wand around and you can do every you can do all the things that it says to do but if you're not plugged into it the way that you need to be it's not going to do anything yeah you know it's if it do, the symbol doesn't mean anything to you which is why they hammer it in so much and it's why is like you know they talk about like you know, we, we talk about, like, how we got what some people would consider, like, you know, years of development in, like, a week or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Well, that was overpowered. The Waja ceremony was absolutely fucking busted. That well, was that's the thing about Aeon Magic level. is that it is busted. <laughs> right? It's the, busted. The power level... It's easier and more effective than other schools. It just, <laughs> it just is, right? Yeah. It's less work. It's more simple. Because people take all this dressing, they wrap things up and wrap things in riddles and enigmas and cryptographic little lies and hashes. They take all the meaning and they dress it up, and by doing all the translation and hiding, they end up obfuscating the truth from themselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all these ciphers have distanced them from their own understanding, so you just break it down into its most basic principles. That's why you learn about like the yin-yang, the elements, positive and negative. If you understand the first ten numbers, that's all you need. <laughs> Plus zero. We're talking about attracting all these different peoples. 
mm-hmm. uh, these different peoples like and we, we're gonna go into some of the more are more like sh- short to medium term projects but we're talking like we want to make we want to make video games we want to make art we want to make music we want to make you know with anime i i really am excited to do an Aeon squad cartoon i think that's gonna be really Dude. fun if uh, like i was thinking either like a super edgy anime or like an adventure style cartoon yeah or, sorry adventure yeah i know that's that's kind of what i was thinking too yeah it'd be so I much fun be super fun aeon time <laughs> oh my gosh no it'd just be called aeon squad it's the aeon squad that's show true, yeah it's just called Aeon. it's the you know squad it'd be super fun oh, i would love that yeah hey. we can make our own little songs oh yeah so um yeah gonna... what we're doing right what kind of stuff for like so i'm thinking short term wise i mean like a big thing of what i want to do right now specifically is disseminating information and directly instructing or at least sem- or at least maybe indirectly instructing people in magic. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you've never lifted a wand in your life or if you've been studying for years. If you want to learn magic, I will tell you what I know and I will tell you how to learn other shit that I don't know. I really will. Because um, the, the fruit of all these years of study is that I know how to put the pieces together and I know what matters and I know what's dross and chaff. And as I mentioned, all those riddles and crypticisms and it's like, you know, all those fucking brain teasers and shit, you know, come on. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to answer the goddamn question. And, uh, you know, that's why I wrote the book. So that even if you don't want to talk to me, you can just read that and learn whatever I want to tell you. Uh-huh, and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what, that's what I want to do. And then, you know, just like fun stuff, too. You know, spell. I love talking about spell design or art or drawings or music, everything. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm really I'm really excited to dig into Nano and do some digital sigils and stuff like that. Some yeah, really dude. Trippy stuff. Um, we're... Here's one. So people we can attract computer scientists. Tell us about technomancy. Ooh, Using well, software for magic. We're, we're gonna. I I want to leave that for another time. Yeah. I haven't even got okay. to read through the the website yet. Right. Um, okay, but that's a breadcrumb for that's you. That's a, a little breadcrumb. <laughs> uh, but one the one fun thing that we are going to do that we're working on very soon is we're gonna start working. I'm gonna start 3D modeling, and we're gonna make some uh, what is it? VTuber avatars for um, yeah. a bunch of different gods, um, and have them as guests on the podcast. Cause why not? Uh, I've I've been really excited for that for a while. I think it's gonna be really fun. I was I had so much fun doing the Horus drawing. It was so good. Um, yeah, because you know we're we're like oh you know we're gonna we're gonna have all these entities on the show, and it's like if it's just your face every time, it's gonna be weird. So I think it was your idea. Or we were talking about avatars, or like you know there's the VTuber, there's the anime looking one, there's face rig, there's all different types of things. Like oh we just we can do that. We can maybe do some voice modulation, and then. What will be the difference, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll be channeling, so it'll be their words and their face and their voice. So who, where's, where's, where's Rahor Chris? Not to be found, nowhere <laughs> in sight. <laughs> Sick days, right? Yeah. Oh, I could, I could, I can't make it to the show today. You're gonna do without me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's gonna be sick. Uh, the interviews. Oh yeah, and we um. We're also uh, we we did our character sheets the other day, for the for mage that was really cool. We make a little. Yeah, so that's that's another great thing that we like to do with other people. We want to attract tabletop gamers, people with an interest in games and magic and what have you. So yeah, we're we're checking out Mage the Ascension, which is in the World of Darkness universe, which is also where Vampire the Masquerade is from. It's some cool 
edgy shit. And they have a very well-developed system of magic in Mage the Ascension. Oh yeah, so now I think now I think is a good time to get into like what's on deck. Uh, what project? What projects are we getting yeah. into? Yeah. Um, what What are the things that we're doing soon? Um, especially, and a lot of it's going to do with the podcast directly because we're, we've already got this spun up. So we got to keep it going. <laughs> right. So I would say that the spirit interviews is big. The spirit interviews um, is huge. We we you know and we touched on we touched on that, but that's right. going to be a recurring a recurring thing. Right. And of um, course, you know we're going to have other you know other Aeon Squad people, but also other you know influential cultists, art scientists, artists like anybody who's interested in what we're doing. Uh, we're also right. going to want to we're going to want to talk to them and, or and have them on the podcast and you know get it yeah so as far as like you know upcoming activities i was you know as far as material works uh, and squad work like the podcast is the main effort for me right now but like um personal magical development i've been doing a lot of research and training and just trying new spells and like i've been i've been working on how to go to the underworld and you have too and it's really fucking cool shit we're gonna have at least one episode about it but yeah yeah, so you say like you know what what does and squad do in their spare time well they they go to the underworld um I'm I'm working on it. I still gotta get my I still get my temple set up. Yeah, no, it it takes time, but it's worth it's so worth it. Um, so that's a project. Um, we had the digital grimoire. Actually, that's a pretty good thing to to start working. So we were thinking about having a gallery of spell instructions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that'll include all the stuff that I've been working on. Um, right. The idea is to have a resource that people can just tap into for Aeon Magic, right? Because this is the beginning of this, you know, the beginning of what will become Aeon Magic based on yeah. the work that we're doing. And, you know, going back into what I've been doing lately, you know, I've been reading vociferously. I finished all four <laughs> parts. Uh, yes. Uh, of Crowley, of Crowley's book four. I'm about to go through How many pages was that? Uh, you know, the first two books are really short. The third one okay. is like 180 plus the appendices. And the fourth one is... Like if you cut out the, the the Book of the Law manuscript, it's like maybe a hundred, hundred fifty pages, not even. Oh, okay, it's, that's not that's not as bad as I thought. I read part four in a day. Like it's for some. I thought it was like a thousand something for some reason. No, but no. part three is so dense. That, that's yeah. what I spent the majority of my time on, and that's where I, you know, a lot of the, most of the content that that I got I got came from. In the appendices, they have like Liber V Reguli, Liber Samic, like a bunch of the other stuff that we've been that I've been like independently found it's just like right there in the appendix which is really funny um you just reminded me people we want to attract thalamites specifically yeah people who are members of thalama so tell us what we're doing you know, wrong and we'll fix it right right if we got something uh you know mistranslated feel free to let me know but you know if someone else wants to say that raw queen well then they'll have a problem but I think you were, you were saying, I was saying to you, one of these days, I had to go on a temple tour, all the Thelemite lodges would be like, hey, guys, we're here. And then I was like, do you think people would believe us? And you said, you know, if they were real Thelemites and they knew what they were doing, they'd immediately know who we were. I'm like, if, we right. go, if we go, if we go in there, we got the solar glow, you know, we're just, de- yeah. we're just decked out. Like, it's yeah. one of those things where, like, you know, the... If if you if you know what to look for and where exactly what that is, then it's pretty obvious. I told you, dude. I've been to like three occult stores now in the past couple of months. I I told them about Rahor Queet, and they all looked at me with the same blank, dead shark eye expression. Like Rahor, what? <laughs> the one oh, the one God. guy I bet would would not. 
was was his name? Oh, I oh my god, his what? name, uh, Mister Dragon Keeper. Oh no, I was talking about the the one guy from Hermetic Arts. That guy's awesome. Oh no, he gets it for sure, for sure. Yeah, there's some people that absolutely get it, but um, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta so, you gotta sift through. So speaking of the so speaking of the podcast in book four, actually the biggest thing I'd say that is coming up is our is our series, which will be a series. It's a it'll be a primer on magic, uh, and Aeon magic specifically, but it'll kind of be following along with book four. Uh, so we'll do study and commentary. So if you if you're interested in reading along with us, that is definitely something you can do. But we'll lay it all out. So all you really need to do is listen to the podcast. And uh, we'll have blog posts and that digital grimoire. So it'll it'll all, we want to make it as easy as possible for people, right? Just plug and play, baby. That's the thing, you know. We we're just gonna get the instructions, distill them, make them real easy. You know, it doesn't need to be complicated. You just have to know what you're doing. Yeah, and um, you know they had good reasons for obscuring it before, but now we're ripping off the bandaid, baby. It's it's do or die time. This is happening. Yeah. We are destroying the barrier between magic and mundanity. You've got magic powers. You've got magic powers. You've got magic <laughs> powers. This is happening. Whoa! Dude, did you know that in the Warhammer 40k universe, there's a cult called the Horus Heresy? <laughs> Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah that's, dude. That's yeah. pretty wild, dude. You're talking about yeah, all the shit is secret and locked up? Yeah, this, we're heretics. We're taking the, the secret fruit of the the wise elect and saying no everyone we're handing out guns to the proletariat right yep. <laughs> oh True. not in a literal way not in a literal way <laughs> well we'll see you know a little guillotine here guillotine there you know yeah. i think you know i think our like armed um neighborhood defense committees made up of people of the community who are taking care of each other protecting you know from people who like would kill or harm members of the community like mm, clearly mm. there's no other body that is doing that kind of service for us adequately right so we need to do it for ourselves it's very true it's very true. tom morello his guitar says arm the homeless think yeah. about how different things would be they'd be better <laughs> eventually <laughs> oh man because <sighs> if you arm the homeless then you have to make the homeless not want to shoot you right because they would plenty of <laughs> if they saw the way things you know Jesus. Yeah, I don't want to speak for anybody, oh, but you man. know, you have to empower the disempowered, right? Yeah, well it's That's the... it's only, you know, it's the, they say like it's only the 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 working class that has the material basis to do this revolution that needs to happen. It's the people like you and me, you know, working a job or stuck not working a job, you know, just living <laughs> living paycheck to paycheck or not, right? getting screwed yeah. over all the time but the people you know are the people who do all the real work the fucking engineers but also like the people who work the fucking drive-through right it's nothing would happen if it weren't for all of us um but they continue yeah to all screw the people at the top over. would die yeah and they screw us over <laughs> day after day after day after day and there's no reason why they should be making the decisions and we shouldn't so right. it's up to us to take that power um but you know nothing uh, is true everything is permitted well, and it's in, in, you know, you speak, you talk about, you talk about violence, right? We don't, you know, we won't, we don't want people to die, right? We want to minimize, you know, we, we don't want any, any kind of, you know, we, we would prefer there not to be any blood spilled, right? Um, this ultimately is an act of mercy, right? We're doing what needs to be, <laughs> what needs to be done. And in the Russian revolution was relatively like very little bloodshed was actually happening during the October 
revolution because it, the force of the masses was so overwhelming there was right. no, not even any resistance that that could be mounted and you know if our enemies like degrade themselves and resort to 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 cruelty and acts of just horrible abomination well then that's on them right that's not mm-hmm. on us um and they will receive their comeuppance eventually because that's just the way that things work um even if it's a question of power because you know for the fucking aeon riding you know you're raw or fucking queet like <laughs> you're harpo fucking cockerties <laughs> hell yeah so i feel like we've kind of we've want we've wandered a little bit so i i feel like we should come back now okay um, so what are so, so ongoing projects so ongoing yeah, projects the- yeah so in addition to the book to the book four series or the aeon magic series maybe we should call it yep. the aeon magic primer series or something like that um but in addition to that we are i also want to do a series and we probably wind up doing this um on the tarot so we'll probably do a couple introductory episodes and but then i want to we'll probably wind up doing an episode on every single card so there's 70 oh so like about 80 episodes right there uh, oh we can my God. we can call missoula we can get the whole crew together um let's let's briefly touch on tarot in general show off all our tarot decks Ooh. yeah i have i have the jojo tarot deck oh it's that's so, so fun yes i can't wait to design yeah, so, a tarot deck dude the, that's gonna we're squad. gonna talk we're gonna talk to Noth about that probably or who knows i'm gonna talk, talk to a lot of homies but yeah tarot is one of the things that really got me into magic when i saw the symbols and shit together it really blew my mind what fucked me up the most though was I saw a diagram, Kabbalistic Tree of Life, 10 circles, 22 lines. I saw the major arcana, the trumps of the tarot, mapped to each of the paths on the Tree of Life. I was like, what the fuck? The fucking, like, 6,000-year-old Kabbalists and the New Age tarot readers are talking about the same thing? <laughs> and so that really opened me up to correspondence, mm-hmm. right? The idea you had these archetypal forces. It's all archetype, right? And that's such a big part of magic, taking archetypal forces and manipulating them. Right. right invoking them and evoking them well mm-hmm. invoking them and banishing them yeah yeah but yeah no i'm i'm very excited about that um because tarot is huge that's how i got in that's how like like that's how i got into kabbalah yeah. um especially the thought tarot it's just he did oh some, my god it's so good dude. it's so good it's like just the the like the best representation of it that i've seen it's just like everything is like right there it's got everything it's got everything it's and it's it's all you know they got all the uh correspondences there um and they all actually match up to the correspondences and you know he got that it's it's all correct (laughs) (laughs) i like i don't know how many people still have the whole the thing mixed up it's tzatziti is not the star people i thought you were gonna say that <laughs> it's not just get over no, it just get not, over yeah. it already Tzatziti is not happening fetch is not going to happen well it's a thing it's just not the star it's the emperor <laughs> oh my god so yeah we got the tarot series we got the book four the pr- the primer on occultism yep and the, um, the spell book you have to go along with it Spellbook, yes. So yeah, here's here's an offer to the audience. If you have a cool spell idea, give us a give us a holler. Say like, 
hey, I want to do... I was talking to someone at the store today. She was like, I want to do a money magic spell, right? I was like, well, you could invoke Jupiter. You could use these types of things. You could use candles, blah, 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 blah. And that's the thing. So if you come to say, you know, I want to know how to make money, I'll fucking give you a million options. And then I'll say, but go to Klonek. He'll do a better job than you ever could. (laughs) 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 But yeah, you know, if you want to... Because, you know, there's so many people that... like I think back to the way I was back in the past. I was like... I want to cast spells. I want to do magic, but like, how do I put it together? Like mm-hmm. when I draw a pentagram in the air, what does that mean? <laughs> right? And so, yeah, once again, it's just finding someone that's experienced and knows how to put the pieces together, show you the roadmap, and then you can figure out everything by yourself. People oh, just yeah. need to, you know, get, sometimes they just need a little bit of perspective and context. That's really, you know, just breadcrumbs and some encouragement and advice. And then you're off, to, you know, teaching other people, you know? Hell yeah. Well, and, it's it's really exciting that we can offer that kind of mentorship to people. Really, um, I'd say if if you're interested in that, probably the best bet is for them to join the Discord, right? Yeah, yeah, we have like at least one channel about spell design in, in our Discord. We got like art, science, all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah, if you want to have any kind of discussions, you know, treat it as like a forum or a message board. Yeah, Just uh, be be nice. Be nice. True. And it's still, at, yeah. the, at the time of recording, it's still, you know, all this is still brand new. The Discord's still, there's not too many people in there. So, you know, come introduce yourself. We'd love to get to know you and work on whatever we got to work on. Because um, I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Don't be discouraged by how small the membership of the Discord is. Because every every revolution started with one person, then two, you know, it takes two, it takes two people, right? You're, you're, you're going to laugh when we, like, listen back to this in a few months and there's, like, however many... When- people in the discord and you're talking about how small it is it's just exactly horrible yeah Yeah. everything everything starts you know everything starts small right and it's it gives us time to kind of to build up our capacity to build up our ability so that we're ready for for the organization to expand because that is a kind of discipline that we need to we need to to cultivate yeah we're we're still growing we need to constantly grow it's just that now we're at the point where we're confident enough to help other people grow too you know yeah, and that feels and that feels really good. Um, and I would, know only only since your visit have I really felt confident enough to say that I can actually you know teach people about magic. Which a few weeks later I went to my friend's place. I taught him a ton of shit and he loved it. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to say all the things I did before I you know did the waja shit with you, talked to the Abramali lords and the servitors, contact with the deities and stuff. Like mm-hmm. if I hadn't done that, I would still just be another guy with a wand, you know, hoping that something would happen. So well, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, since I've been back, like, everything just makes, it's like, I can read the stuff now, right? Like, yeah. I read the book of thought that's like, every sentence is mind-blowing, whereas before, I just found it impenetrable, <laughs> right? Right, right. So it's like, I don't know, something, something you know, there's there's definitely a shift that happens, Um but I I'm really excited to continue, to continue to grow, to continue to build this up, like, you know, I I've been working on, on my spells. I've been working all the sh- on all the shit. It gets better every day. Um, so, and you've seen some of the stuff I've been cooking up. It's been pretty. It's been pretty nice. Here's a here's a good example of some squad activity. You you came here like here's this crazy fucking cool ritual I call uh, I found. It's called Libra Samic. We talked about it. I read it, and then a few days later, you're like, oh, here's a version that I made of it based on the original. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then I handed it back to you. And then a few days later, you came back with an even better one. I was like, okay, this is cool. There's That's some squad shit. It's like, here's this weird spell I'm working on. Do you have any ideas? I'm like, keep on trucking. <laughs> <laughs> or the... And I didn't... 
I didn't even offer any information. I was just like, this is good. Keep going. And it can be as simple as that. Like, this is cool shit. Keep. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you did offer me something. You said that the, I... the, the, um, the signs, the, the pictures oh, of the signs yeah. were hard to see. It was inadequate. And I found better ones. Those were the edits I made. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, there it looks a lot, it looks a lot better now, and I got. Um, it does. I need to print out a new one because I still got the old one in my in my binder. But I know the, <laughs> I know the signs already, so it's not a big deal. Right, right. No, I would. Those are most of those were new to me. The well, there a lot of them are new to me too, but I I know them now. Um, and a lot of the na- I'm still the only part of Libra Samic I don't have memorized are all the names. Right. There, oh, there's a lot of names. There's a vibrate. lot of names. I've got most of them, but like being able to string all of them is still pretty. Is still pretty. I, I haven't. I haven't been able to do that yet. But I, I'm coming a long way. They do say that it is a lot more effective to memorize the to recite than it is to read an invocation. Uh, it's and, true. And I, I have observed that that is absolutely true. But it doesn't happen overnight. You're better off doing. A ritual where you're reading it than none at all, in my opinion. Yeah, well, that's why they do the table reads for shows, and they do this. They run through scripts, so they're holding the script in that. Yep. Yeah, still yeah, that's... on book. Yep, that's it. It's like yeah. back in my theater days. I spend most of my time on book. <laughs> true, true, true. But, okay, so but the point of all the book time is so you can go at fucking wild when you need to. Speaking all right, so what of, have we got? Speaking of book, oh yeah, there's one more one more project on deck that I have your book. Haven't been over. It's my book. Yeah, um, it's the title. Well, that's we might change the title because Aeon Magic is like going to probably be the title of the the spell book because my book was originally going to be called Aeon Magic, but it's um, revolutionary Marxist magic is the book. It'll go into all the Marxist stuff first and get get a good um, lay of the land in terms of dialectical materialism, and then I I do want to create like a cohesive worldview that fo- folds in magic and marxism which is a very difficult task um <laughs> but i, think I mean I, no one else could do it so you're gonna have to <laughs> yeah well I, th- I think i've i think i've gotten most of the pieces once we have aeon magic i'll have everything yeah i need to write the book so that'll be coming yeah. down the pipeline probably after the after the aeon magic spell book um but i'm really excited so that's, that. that's another book before sorry. yeah it's i'm really excited for you i'm sure you're gonna have so much fun you're gonna learn a lot of Something that I learned while writing is that a lot of things that I, concepts I didn't put together that I didn't realize were related. As you put them to paper, you're like, "Holy shit!" So you see the matrix. Yeah, I'm gonna, and have, it, I'm gonna have it all laid out. This is yeah. this is the this book is gonna make people mad, dude. The, the thing is, like, I am as excited about people being mad at me as I am excited about people wanting to align with me. Oh like, man. Well, you can. I, I I baited the Christians and stuff and the conservatives in my book heavily. Yeah, I made fun of them and called them idiots, which they are. True. Fuck you. Well, and, and I always <laughs> said that the moment I knew that I had made it would be when people accused me of being the Antichrist. Well, when evangelical I accuse Christians, you. Evangelical Christians specifically, right? Okay. Well, let's. I I evangelize Christ, and you are the Antichrist. Consider yourself deemed. Oh shit. <laughs> I am both the Christ, the Antichrist, and the force that transmutes between the two. Good. We need that. <laughs> Give me more of those. Do you have any more of those lying around the back? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, get the fucking triangle, man. It's legit. Oh, my God. Yeah, the thing is, you know, we need all the solar messiahs. I was telling my buddy, you know, it sounds like good. You know, people say messianic complexes. like, no. 
very, very dirty, unforgiving, and thankless job. I was talking, I think I mentioned to you, Doom guy from Doom is a solar messiah. It's the person who, they say, go save the world or die trying, here's your sword or a gun, good fucking luck, right? Yeah. And there's so well, many, it's we, like we need to find our... The, the movie you were talking about where they were time travelers and Jesus, like the prophets were the time travelers and Jesus. Oh my God, Prometheus. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, people are like, it's weird because the whole Christian thing is like, Jesus. But then it's like, no, but don't be like Jesus. I know. Cause they, they say like, oh, you know, you can't, you can't elevate yourself to the level of God. No, you should elevate yourself above that. The point well, of like parents, they want their kids to be better. Yeah, right? and Jesus like wanted people to be like be like him, you know. Yeah, he wanted them not only to like be ethical, but he wanted them to be spiritual and do magic and stuff and develop and get you know seek enlightenment and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't talking about heaven as like oh choir of angels and stuff. It's like I mean, of course it could mean that to certain people. It's like a state of mind, spiritual development, right? Because once you once you reach the top of the mountain, you're just there. Right? Oh, yeah. and what more could you want? Sweet. So any anything else you should say on terms of like, you know, people getting in contact with us and growing the squad and Right. So, you know, the the idea so we say right here, we want to save the world, right? And you're saying, you know, a couple of people not gonna do that. Not right now. Right now, treat it like Wizard Club. It's just wizard you show up. Wizards only, fools. Yeah. Oh, the password, by the way, is Wizards Rule. That's what Ice King says. <laughs> Wizards, Wizards Rule. So yeah, you just you just show up and you know, be like, "Hey, I'm a wizard. Do you want to talk about magic?" So I'll be like, "Yes." Like that's, <laughs> that's just show up and talk about magic, and you're good. You're good. That's all. That's squad participation. There you go. Hell yeah, wizards. Wizards only, fools. Wizards Rule. If he if you just want to make memes, like occult memes, there's a memes channel. Go fucking wild! Like, po give me. We both post a couple. Of, I love making and, magic memes. And it, and if you're if you're listening to this and you're you know a serious person and you got the like you know you want to like discuss this with us, you got like stuff that you want to share with with our people too. Like, definitely, it's in, because we're taking inquiries for podcast guests too. We will have mortal. Mm -hmm. We will have mortal guests. <laughs> um. It won't just be non-corporeal entities. We will have we will have other people on the podcast. So, yeah, if you're if you're used to going on podcasts or if you have stuff you want to talk about with us, we're definitely open to that as well. Um, and I don't know. It's it's so exciting being part of something that's bigger than myself. It really like does feel like, you know, it's like the the fucking it's like fucking Voltron or fucking the park from regular <laughs> show or something. It's like. You know, oh you, go to, you go to your job at the park every day, and sometimes the fucking world is on fire, and you have to go into your VCR, and figure <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's you know, a scene in the regular show where one, there's, like, a bunch of clocks. It's, like, a time yeah, travel episode. the clocks in the microwave? I think so. And one of the clocks says 420, but I think they censored it in a future airing. I what? <laughs> That's messed up, man. Regular show is like the most overt show about drugs I've ever seen. Oh, all the life. soda and the wings and all. Oh my soda. God. Whoa. Sweet. So yeah, um, I think that's all we need to say about that. So warriors. Oh, if 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 anyone hears Holy Guardian Angel is the Lamech God, definitely reach out. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we're looking for. We uh, we're looking for Iwas Maad. 
you know, all the friends. Yeah, we got planned. We got the hookup. Hit us up. Yep. We'll take care we'll of you. The, we'll, we'll do the Abra Adabra <laughs> Voltron. It'll be really Yeah, crazy. we'll get you going. We'll I'm give excited. you a Gatorade and a pat on the back, and we'll take care. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, so we're about at the end. So what's what's next? What are, what are we on to now? What's, um, what, what's the, yeah, what's next? That's, that's really the only question I have. Yeah, well, I think Klonak is either next or soon. So I'm going to oh, do like yeah, a media kit for him, maybe do like a VTuber uh, avatar for him. I think we could do like a second shorter one with him maybe and just have. You know, yeah, that. well, we, we have the we have the original interview and we have some discussion right. around entity work. We'll probably put out as an episode soon, but we'll probably right. we'll, we'll make we'll make we'll make a avatar for him as we will many of the others. And we'll we'll put out we'll put yeah. out more like long form content here pretty soon. It's all building to that. We're still building. I um, am going to be doing, I'll probably be making some blog posts on the website soon with some of the ritual work I've been doing, some of the sigil, some of the sigils and stuff that we've been working on for the Aeon magic. I am going to be making some temple furniture soon. I've got my circle and my triangle on deck. Uh, I will be, I will be, have to take a break for the Thanksgiving holiday. So I, I won't get to work on it then. Um, but yeah, no, I was still doing occult research. We're getting ready for the book four kickoff series soon. We'll probably start working towards the tarot series soon within, you know, the next couple weeks or months or so. So get, so get hyped for that. I'm, I'm really excited for all, all the shit that's going on, man. And we, um, oh, this popping. We might be doing a physical meetup within the the next couple months. Yeah, the, we're gonna retreat. do wizard school. Wizard school in the mountains, ah, in the yeah. the winter mountains with nobody around. It's gonna be. That's so awesome. It's gonna be wicked. I'm really excited for that. Um, you asked what else was coming up. Uh, the Aeon Rides full band version. Oh, sick! I really want to get back that's, in the studio, yeah, that's, dude. I've, that's gonna happen. I, yeah. I need to start another... practicing my music every day. Yeah, good. And um, over time, I'm gonna be trickling out um, deity devotional songs. I already released oh, My God yeah. is the Sun by Queens of the Stone Age, which um, I actually used that song when my friend was playing shamanic drum. I was playing guitar and singing. We used it to invoke Ra on our way into the underworld it was very oh, effective he loves that song of course he does How could that's it? awesome <laughs> and uh, i was working on learning freya by the sword which she also loves which is super metal a oh, sword of fire and an axe of gold that's <laughs> i keep saying the song phoenix by scandroid is about horus oh hell fucking yeah let me i'll look that up later it's, it's fucking sick um hell yeah so lots of music stuff i'm gonna be i i'll I, i'd love to help you produce some of that stuff if you're down for some yes, collab. I do want you to help me with I, producing. Awesome! I'm super. Yeah. I'm super psyched. Oh, so there's so much. There's so much to be excited for. Yeah. I'm really hype. So I hope after this episode, everyone's got a better idea what we're going on about, what we're building towards, and some of the the things we got going down the pipeline. You know, they talk about humble beginnings, but we're already the shit's already popping off over here. So. I mean, no, the humble beginnings. That was twenty nine years ago. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm humble over here most of the time, but you know, when I'm when I'm in my when I'm in my host voice, I'm I'm schmoovin', I'm popping off. You know, we're doing real shit here, and I'm not gonna lie and say that we're not because we are. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, One of the first things that RHK said when he came into me that day, he said, "Don't overestimate yourself, but don't underestimate yourself. Mm -hmm. Give yourself credit for everything you do." Right. True. True. Well, here we are. We here we are giving giving credit. You know, if you've made yeah. if you've made it this long in the episode, you probably are vibing with some of the stuff you're saying. So, 
you know, like I said, hit us up in the Discord. Check out Nephilim's all, all your music stuff. And I'm probably going to do gaming content at some point, but my YouTube's up there, too. I was not doing really doing too much with it now. Um, I hope yeah. you enjoyed the episode. We're going to be coming back with lots more stuff soon, doing some real deep dives in magic because we get people, people like, oh, you talk about all this stuff, but you talk about it so fast. No, we're going to go in-depth. You're going to be able to follow <laughs> along. It's going to be great. Um, so thanks again for listening. This has been the Aeon Squad, Abrahadabra 418. Yeah, no, all the stuff, all the ninety, the 93s, the 31s, the Thelema, the Agape, the all, all that good stuff. Uh, we will be back very soon, very soon, very soon. You must trust very that the Aeon Squad will be back soon, dude. 418, the Aeon Rides, later. Deuces. <laughs> well, that's a wrap. Snatch it from your jaw